Okay. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Yeah. Okay. Welcome everybody to the Real Sports Show. I'm I'm your host tonight, Mark, aka the Vet. DJ Curry is out doing bigger and better things right now. Getting the information, getting the intel right now, live out there on the show. Shout out to DJ Curry. You know, live out there doing this thing. All right, y'all. So we in this thing. We back. You know, uh, sports is back. Sports is back on TV. I know everybody's getting a kick out of this because we got some sports back going on. And, you know, I'm very excited about sports coming back, though. But there are. There are some things going on in the sports world right now that we got to look out for. And there are a lot of issues still going on with tweaking out how we're dealing with COVID-19. Um, so we're going to dive right into this real quickly tonight. We're going to dive into this, you know, into this field of sports coming back. And who's doing, in our opinion, who's doing a better job of containing their players, their management, and which organ which I say which industry in sports is doing the best job of of handling COVID-19 testing and everything else. So, let's dive right into this. Um I will have to say to start this out, shout outs to the NBA. You know, um the NBA has been doing a phenomenal job of containing all of their players that have come down to Florida, to Orlando, Florida, and that are playing inside of a bubble right now. And pretty much this bubble that they're in is really is pretty much holding down the COVID-19 pandemic from any player catching it inside this bubble. And it's containing them inside of the bubble, whereas they're not allowed to leave they're not allowed to go out. If any player steps out of the bubble, you know, they get a fine. I mean, they have to quarantine themselves for 14 days and then they have to get tested twice to make sure that they are, you know, healthy and they don't have COVID symptoms or anything in that nature. So I would have to say that they're doing a phenomenal job of doing this. They're keeping their, their players contained and they're handling the situation of COVID very, very well. Whereas we've seen in baseball, when baseball came about, a couple players tested positive for COVID-19, and one being Juan Soto. Soto tested positive for COVID-19 the morning of game one of their spring training, as they want to call it, or summer training, just to get back a feel for baseball, having baseball back on TV. Um, due to him having coronavirus, 
or COVID-19, he would have to, once he gets cleared, to get cleared to play baseball again or any other player that has tested positive for uh, COVID-19 will have to sub- subject, or will be subjected to a two-testing um, mandatory negatives. They had to get tested and test negative twice in ordinary for them to come back on the field and play baseball or, I mean, yeah, to play baseball again, I should say. That is, I want to say that is good that they're testing them twice just to be on the safe side. It's a good thing that they're trying to get a handle on things. There's a good thing that they're trying to maintain the safety of the players that are out there playing baseball today. Um, this this whole COVID thing is pushing a lot of things backwards, you know, and with players trying to get back out there on the field, with players, with the NFL trying to start back up, there will be no NFL preseason games. There's no NFL preseason games this year. Kind of sucks because – Everybody was kind of waiting on that August feel and that vibe from the NFL to come back. Everybody was kind of waiting on that Hall of Fame game to start us all off with the NFL season kicking off in the preseason. And to not have to not really have a preseason game or NFL preseason games, you won't get the chance to see or get a feel for what your team will look like in the regular season. Now we're just going to jump straight into the regular season games. Now we're just jumping forward into everything. It's a plus and it's a minus to everything that the NFL is doing. And with players coming out now testing positive or, you know, whatever the case may be, is some players are opting out of their contracts um, for the year to get, I believe it was thirty. It was three hundred and thirty-five thousand um, dollars of a pay cut. I mean, for their pay for the rest of the year, if they was to opt out of their contracts um, for this twenty twenty season due to the pandemic. It's pretty cool to have that option to still get paid your money, and it's pretty cool that there's some of their players, some of the higher some of the players that want to come back and still play football in the game that they love to do. But we always want to take the risk of concerns due to COVID-19. We don't want none of our top-name players to catch COVID-19 like Zeke did back, I mean, before we was even talking about an NFL preseason being canceled. So we want to take every precaution with our players, and we want to make sure that every player – gets tested properly, gets the proper results, and we make sure we have a safe season to start off with due to the coronavirus. And we want to make sure the player is healthy and the player is safety that are out there on the field as well too. So with that all being said, I can't wait till September to come around now because I'm very, very much excited to hear about football season coming back in September and how this NFL season is going to really look come September. What the new, what the new standards would look like, what the new helmets would look like. Um, What, what is new that's going to be 
what protocols will they hold um, for players? What new? What is the new norm for the NFL after the coronavirus has taken over the entire country? What is it going to be the new norm for a minute until we find a vaccination for COVID nineteen? Um, now, I want to jump into. Uh, the new name change in Washington. I know we was just talking about the NFL, the football teams, and everything else, player safety. I want to talk about this name change in Washington, and I want to briefly talk about it for a minute because the because the team has now picked a name for temp, a temporary name right now due to the name being retired, the Washington Redskins name being retired. And the name Redskins have been retired by the Washington Redskins, I mean, by the organization uh, just a few weeks ago. So here's my dilly dab on that. They're now calling themselves the Washington football team. Yeah, it's kind of corny, but it's kind of it's okay for the for the duration of this season. I would love to have seen this team get a name before the season actually started. I would have loved to hear that they have picked the name, that we got new uniforms coming in, and that we were going to rock FedEx Field coming in September. Uh, I do believe that it was time. It is now time for this organization now that we have picked a name for the rest of this year we have picked something out that would be good to go for the rest of the season for right now just the durability of the time frame right now just to get our feet off the ground just for the change to happen in dc or at fedex field when this washington football team hits the field they're not blinded by the the what's going on out there in the world they're here to play football their minds are right. We got a good football team coming about. We got a great defense of line coming about on this on this team. We want to see all of the pressure that they have on their backs right now to go out there and do great, amazing things, get off their shoulder. Because now this team can focus on success. Now this team can get back to the success that they used to have back in the day. The colors won't change. The burgundy and gold is not going anywhere. And a lot of old school players that play for this team, you know, are actually loving that the that the uh, color change would not happen. The color schemes of the burgundy and gold would not go away. It will not die with the Redskins name being retired. You understand what I'm saying, people? So with that all being said, was there a time for Washington to change its name? Was it a time for us to now get back to greatness, get back to success, get back to something that we know how to do, which is play football and get out there and leave all the negativity behind? Yes, it is. It is time for that. It is highly time for this team to get back to doing what they normally used to do, and which is play football and start winning football games and start getting off their asses and stop playing around and let's try to win a Super Bowl in the next five years or the next four years or so. 
Let's try to go out there and go do that. Let, let's get back to playing football that we love to play. Let's get all the negativity off our shoulders. Let's clean up this locker room. Let's get out there and clean up this organization from top down. Yes, I said it from top down. Let's clean it out. Let's get it cleaned up and let's keep moving forward with success. Ron Rivera has said it the best. And I do love the way Ron Rivera came in here and said it the best. Don't judge us on our past imperfections. Don't judge us on the now imperfections. Judge us on how our future will look. With the success of the team changing. With the success of this organization changing for the better, not for the worse anymore. With us cleaning up people like Larry Michael and getting him out of the way. We're cleaning up the top execs that were doing horrible things inside this organization. The sexual harassment had to go. The sexual harassment had to go. And there's nothing more disgusting than having top execs People like Larry Michael that we didn't seen on TV for the longest time frame, the voice of the Washington Redskins, be a part of that. It was time for them to go. It's time to clean house from top down and get this organization back up and running the way it should go. To get this organization back on its feet and start moving forward to the change, to the success that they need to have. It's no longer time, it's no longer to, to dwell on the past. But it's now time to dwell on the future of this team and the sake of this team. And when we do get this name changed, and when we do finally pick out a name that we want to go with, whether it's Red Tails, whether it's Red Wolves, whether it's the Warriors, whatever the case may be is, let's move forward with it and start winning football games. Like the team name that we're going to have. And I don't mind the Red Wolves coming in here and howling at every football game. And we winning some football games. We bashing heads together. And we going out there. We beating them down every game. Any team that come in our house, we beating them down. Like the Warriors we are. Like the Red Tails we are. Like the Red Wolves we going to be. It's time for a change in D.C. And we the change was coming very, very soon. And we needed a change badly and drastically. We need to get back to our winning ways of the team. If that meant for the team to change his name, if that meant for when the team, cha- when the team name changed, that we found out all the bad stuff that was going around, all the bad energy and all the bad vibes that was going out here in D.C. and Maryland, damn it, it was time for a change. That all all of these people that were out there making a bad name for this team that was doing the stupidity that they were doing behind the scenes that we didn't even know about or that we didn't know about. Either way, still, it was time for them to go. And, you know, for all of my life, I've never known this organization to have all these problems that was going on in the behind the scenes because I didn't know nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? It was just one bad season after another. It was one thing. It was this. We couldn't make it in the playoffs. We couldn't do this. We couldn't do that. I keep seeing the Eagles 
making attempts. They made a Super Bowl. They lost to the Patriots. They made another Super Bowl and beat the Patriots to claim their first championship. The Cowboys have went to the Super Bowl damn near five times before we didn't before in 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 the past after we won three. The Cowboys had had a better shot at the playoffs than we ever had in the past five to ten years now. But don't worry, everybody. I will talk about the Dallas Cowboys in a minute, though, even though that makes me sick to my stomach that I talk about them in a highly good way. Yeah, it makes me sick to my stomach to talk about a Philadelphia Eagle. But facts are facts of the case. If that meant that it was time in Washington to create such a change that this team gets to greatness this year, well, not even this year, in the next five years, if that puts this team to start winning more games than we lose, then by all means, I'm with it all. By all means, I'm with the change. By all means, people, ladies and gentlemen, I'm with the change. That's happening in Washington. I'm with it all. It's time to clear out the bad seeds and get all the good seeds in here. It's time to clear our names out of the limelight in a bad nature. It's time to put our names back in the limelight in good faith and good nature till people start talking about us in good faith that we might have a chance to get somewhere deep into a playoff run. I'm tired of hearing about, oh, Washington will never make it to the playoffs with the team they got. They're just bad coaching. It's bad this. The organization is just horrible. No, not anymore. Not anymore. D.C., Maryland, if you're a Washington football team fan, it's time to get back to our great days. It's time to go back to the glory days. When this team was winning football games, they was winning more than they was losing. We just inked a young man named Chase Young to his contract, his rookie contract for four years, four to five years. I got the best news that I could ever receive in a, uh, in a glimpse on my phone today, everybody. One of the best news that I ever got, Alex Smith. It's clear to play, but it will be on the pulp list. And what the pulp list means, and what the pulp list is, is that, you know, uh, you know, it, it, it says that by placing one, it doesn't mean that people are unable to play, that he would not be able to play, though, but he will be on the practice squad in a sense. He'll be on the sidelines, at least standing up. This man is coming from an injury, missed the entire 2019 season, missed an entire rest of the season in 2018 when this man was winning games. This team was 6-3. This team was 6-3 in 2018. Well on our ways probably to a playoff run, but we will never know because that season turned out to be drastically drastically a failure it was a failing season to begin with i mean not to begin with to end with 
2019, we took a dive to get Chase Young. I'm just going to leave it like that. This team took a dive to get Chase Young the way that they did. If that meant for this team to take a dive to lose just to get Chase Young, I'm with that. Because that tells me that they're compared, they were ready to take on a defense, a name. They was ready to commit to a change. But you was not going to put this young man in a dangerous situation where he would never win a title with this team. I'd be damned if we picked up one of the best defensive players, the best generational player to play his position in the damn draft, and we don't go anywhere with him. I'd be damned. I would tell you to trade him in a heartbeat so that young man could go get a title. Dwayne Haskins, it's time to step up, baby. It's time to put your helmet on and step the hell up. There's no more bad energy no more in this locker room. That shit got to clear out. It's time to put foot to ball. It's time to put, you know, our helmets on and let's go out there and go to work. If you ain't come here to work, you need to go. If you ain't ready to work today, tonight, tomorrow, it's time for you to go. Whatever you've been doing this offseason, if you ain't been studying the playbook, if you ain't been studying anything, it's time for you to go. It's time for you to go. And I don't mean no harm by it. I don't mean nothing, you know, whatever. It is what it is. It's time for you to go. It's time to nut up or shut up this season, everybody. This season right here, it's not the big season, but it's a season where we're going to see a we're going to not have a logo for the first time ever in a season. Well, not even the first time. One of the first times ever in the next in the in the last two decades or twelve decades or however long it was. This team won't have a name. It won't have a mascot. There will be no, excuse me. There will be no more hell to the Redskins anymore. Now it's hell to the Washington football team. Fight for old DC. It's time to get off the horses that we were riding for a while. That high horse. It's time to come back down to reality, people. It's time to go get hungry and go out there, and it's time to fight. It's time to fight for every inch, every yard that we gain out there on that field. Every inch matters. Put all the stuff that's been surrounding this football team to a side. It's time to put that all away. It's time to now get busy with trying to win football games. It's time to now get busy and get right. And go out there and let's win some damn games. As the Washington football team, like I said, or as the Washington Red Tails, Washington Red Wolves, whatever the hell you want to call yourselves, it's time to win in Washington. It's time to bring that Lombardi Trophy back here to D.C. It's time to try to make a cultural change in D.C. I'm tired of the defending team. I'm tired of the the uh, the, the the team to the. Uh, the, the, the other team fans taking over my damn stadium. It's time to kick them the hell out and it's time to reign supreme the way we should have.
Well, we can't do that this year, though. But in the coming years, once COVID goes down, we're going to be able to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but y'all know what I'm talking about. I want to see more goddamn our team jerseys out there more than I do I see the other uh, the opposing teams out there. I'm tired of the damn opposing teams jerseys walking around in D.C. I'm tired of seeing them walking around in Maryland. Unless they Baltimore fans, they ask to stay in Baltimore. But when you come down 495 to 395 to 295, your ass better be wearing a doggone Washington football team jersey. When you go up 495 and you reach that city called Baltimore, damn it, you better be wearing a Baltimore jersey. Keep your asses up there. When you go to Texas, you got two teams in Texas. <laughs> You better be wearing a cowboy or a Texan jersey because we coming. We're going to support this team and the, the and, and the greatness of this team going forward. We're going to support every change this team makes. We're going to make sure it's the right change in this team. We're going to make damn sure of that without a shot of a doubt. We're going to make sure of that. Y'all can best believe that we're going to make a change coming soon. We really will. And I do hope that everybody comes in the training camp healthy, stronger, wiser, ready to go, ready to go. And we get out there, we go to work. We get out there, we go ready to work. Now, um... Not to switch, we're gonna switch gears here a little bit, everybody. We're gonna change the gears here. We're gonna start talking about this Jamal Adams trade that just went down today. I mean, not today, but it just went down over the weekend. Um, on Saturday, the the package deal for Jamal Adams was traded to the Seattle Seahawks in a blockbuster deal on Saturday for a package that includes a pair of first round picks. He agreed to the terms prior to the being dealt accordingly. There are two seasons remaining on the All-Pro Defenders rookie contract after the New York Jets exercised his fifth-year option. He'll earn $3.59 million this season and $9.86 million in 2021 if Adams does not, it doesn't sign a long-term extension next year. Okay? So he's still on a rookie deal. And I've heard a lot of reports that he's just a me player. He's not a really good team player. He's a really good me kind of player. So he thinks about himself in a sense. If this is true, then why are you going to Seattle? If, I mean, because Pete Carroll, they say, can change any player. They say Pete Carroll got that magic. Pete Carroll got some magic going on in there on his, on, on his football team because he could bring everybody together and make them play on one accord. If that's so, then Pete, let me ask you a question about that Super Bowl game where, you know, you was going up against some Patriots that year. And, you know, you should have ran the football that year. But we ain't going to talk about that too much, though. But, you know, you should have ran the football. Wasn't really a defensive game, kind of in a sense. You know what I'm talking about, Pete? I would love to see how you're going to administer this 24-year-old 
was drafted, who was drafted six overall in 2017, who amazed 75 tackles, six and a half sacks, and one inception in 2019, and the defensive chess, uh, a defense, and the defensive chess piece now joins an approved Seahawks secondary. I wanted to really know what what what, what kind of position he's going to do. What are you going to do out there? I really want to know how he's going to help your football team out. Is Jamal Adams going to be the truth? Can he be the game changer that you need on your foot on your football team? You know, because apparently he wasn't for the Jets because the Jets didn't sign the back. The Jets didn't want him no more. They didn't want to give him. They didn't want to give him shit. Can he be the difference maker on your team and help you guys on defense, or will he be that same knucklehead on your defense? Only time will tell. Now, I think Jamal Adams is a phenomenal, is a good player, though. He makes a hell of a lot of noise. He makes a hell of a lot of noise on the field. But in the same aspect of breath, though, is everything on the field ain't his, ain't his fault. But he still could have done a little bit better. Could do a little bit better. Now, Pete Carroll, if you can access, if you can make it work to where you push this man to his fullest extent and get him out of his comfort zone to make him play multiple positions. I think you got a phenomenal animal in your hand there, Pete. I think that your draft picks and I think that y'all building the team for success now storyline can actually really work for you guys. I think it really will work out for you guys. But in other news today, everybody, five more NFL players have opted out of their contract. I mean, opted out of the season. I, I shouldn't have said contracts, though, but y'all know what I mean, though. They opted out of the season over coronavirus. Um, Baltimore wide receiver and return specialist DeAnthony Thomas decided to voluntarily sit out for the, um, sit out the up-and-coming um, up campaign. Announced it today. Seahawks offensive lineman Chance Warmack will also skip the 2020 NFL season. New England Patriots fullback Danny Vital, you know, will sit out this season too. Uh, Patriots guard Najee Terrain, who signed a future contract in January after finishing the 2019 New England on the New England squad um, practice squad, will also decide to skip out this year. Dallas Cowboys cornerback Marcus Candy, is the latest to opt out in the 2020 campaign voluntarily this season. Okay. Everybody's saying um, Marcus Candy put on Twitter uh, on July 27th. Family first, money second. Stay safe. God bless. All right. So that doesn't mean that, you know, everybody won't, you know, they, they don't want to play this season. But the NFL and the NFL Players, I mean, Players Association agreed to the CBA changes for 2020 season last week, including a two-tiered opt-out plan for players. Those who are considered to be low risk from COVID-19 will reportedly earn $150,000 if they opt out, while players deemed high risk can earn $350,000 and an occurred NFL season if they choose to skip this season. Okay, so 
these players are going to earn three hundred. I mean, the players that are considered high risk will earn three hundred fifty thousand dollars. The players that are considered low risk will earn one hundred fifty thousand dollars if they choose to opt out of their contracts. Now, as Marcus Candy said from the Dallas Cowboys, money. I mean, family always first. Please, players that are out there, you know, please dedicate your, uh, you know, make the right decisions. Make right decisions for your family's sake, for your sake, whether you want to go out there and get a, uh, you know, buy a little apartment for a minute, um, rent out an apartment for a couple of weeks, I mean, for three months or six months or however long it takes, you know, just to stay somewhere for a minute and live comfortably for a second and then go back home or whether you want to just stay at home. I mean, just make sure that you guys are making the right decisions out here. Money will come. You will get your money. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying, everybody just put your health first, put your family's health first. If it's not worth the risk of catching coronavirus out on that field, don't do it. It's not worth it catching the coronavirus. It's not worth, you know, putting your family's health at at um at stake. It's not worth it. You guys gotta go out there and you guys gotta you got a big job out there and you're playing face to face with a lot of different players and from a lot of different cities. Some cities are uh high risk, more high risk than other cities are. And we don't want anybody getting sick or passing away from the COVID nineteen. We just don't want that to happen. We want all our play- we want all the football players, all the basketball players, all the baseball players, soccer, WNBA players, anybody that plays a sport to come back healthy. The same way you came in, the same way you should go out healthy. And I don't blame some of these players that are opting out of the twenty twenty campaign. I don't blame you. You know, um, I think it's it's a good thing that you're opting out now rather than opting out later on down the road. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a um, it's a it's a positive thing that's going on. And if you come back next season, we'll we you know everything will be Gucci. Give a a young player that hasn't played in the NFL yet, give him some time on the field. Give him an opportunity to go play and make a name for himself. That's all I want to say to you guys. Make a, let him make a name for themselves. You know? Um, but we'll be right back, everybody. We're going to take a brief commercial break for a minute. Um, just a brief commercial break, everybody. And we'll be right back with more of the Real Sports Show, everybody. Hey, y'all. It's Tony. I'm here today to tell you about my small business called Financially Tone. Financially Tone provides bookkeeping services to small service-based businesses who are looking to free themselves from the stress and confusion of dealing with the books on their own and who want to devote more time to other things like growing their business, traveling, or spending time with their family. We provide full bookkeeping services, which includes accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll. We also provide cleanup services and QuickBooks setup. If you're interested, please reach out to us and let us know how we can help. You can reach us on our website at financiallytone.com. 
You heard it here first on The Realest Sports Show. All right, welcome back, everybody, to The Realest Sports Show, everybody. Thank y'all for, you know, listening to our commercial breaks. <laughs> our first time ever commercial breaks. Not first time ever, but yeah, whatever. Um, So let's jump back into this. We were last talking about players opting out and how I feel for them. I think it's a good idea that you opt out now rather than later and get your feel for how things might be this year and how you will feel next year. How y'all think things is going to go. All right. So we're going to shift gears here a little bit, everybody. We're going to shift gears into the NBA season which is now kicking off. It's kicking off today, everybody. It's going to kick off. Um, I like, like I said earlier in the show, the bubble is is great. I like this little bubble. I, I mean, it's kind of weird. I want to say it's really weird to see the NBA without any fans. It's really weird to see um, – Teams on the court, and you don't have a supporting audience around you rooting on you guys to win the game. It's kind of weird for a minute. Um, I do highly understand that uh, everybody wants to be safe. Everybody wants to to be able to play basketball in a safe environment inside this bubble camp that they have succeeded in in um, – in uh, Orlando, it's pretty cool, though. I, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's a pretty good thing that they're doing this and they're getting back into action. And the NFL season, I mean, not NFL season, I'm sorry, but the NBA season is looking pretty good. Um, um, Adam Silver is cautiously optimistic about, I mean, optimistic restart plan will succeed. Um, that's a lot of high hopes. You know, uh, it, it it's coming down to a lot of different things. I, I'm liking it, but it's kind of like, eh, a bland season, though, because you don't have the audience. You don't hear the fans cheering for their teams to win. You don't hear all the boos. You don't hear all the, yay, we're winning. Yay, we're losing. Oh, I mean, like, no, we're losing. Oh, damn, uh, we got to fix this. Come on now. It's like it's actually kind of funny though because you can actually hear the uh, players when they go in huddles on TV. You can actually hear the coaches talking to the players on the court. That's kind of funny. So, and if y'all think that is funny, and when I get into MLB baseball, y'all gonna think that's funny too though because baseball is the same way. And I'm really, I'm really hesitant on looking at the NFL season with nobody being in the uh, stands at that time frame. It's going to be like a, it, it's really going to be like something that has never been seen before. Like nobody's in the audience because of this pandemic, and that's crazy. That is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like nobody's in the audience due to this pandemic, and uh, I mean. And that's just for player safety and the play and fan safety as well. No hiding behind that. No shielding behind that. We just want to keep everybody safe, sound, and ready to go at moment's notice. 
whether you got to be on the basketball court and you catch COVID when you walk out this bubble or you do anything. And I like how they're calling it a bubble because that's basically what they're in. They're in a training camp bubble where there's four courts on um, – there's four courts inside of this building. There are four made courts inside of the building, and each night there will be a team, a different team playing on each court on all four sides of these games. I mean, all four sides of the court. There are four games going on at one time frame. You have referees on one side, you have referees on the other side, and they're all playing basketball. Whether it's televised or not, they're all playing basketball. Their season will start. And it's funny to me because I was looking at it and I was like, man, what if I wanted to watch the uh, the Wizards play? I got to flick the channel to the Wizards game. I got to flick the channel to the Lakers game. Just to see them all playing in the same doggone arena at the same timing, <laughs> just on opposite courts. That is funny. And then how they're doing this is they have um, – you got the home jerseys and you got the away jerseys. So, of well, of course, you have to do that anyway, though. But you have the home team's logo on the court at the time frame, who's playing home and who's playing away. And it's it's kind of cool to have that. So when you know when you step on the court or you know who's playing away and who's playing at home, which really nobody's playing at home or away except for the Orlando Magics that they ever, you know, because they're, the, they're at home anyway, period, they're in Orlando. That's funny to say anyway, too. But And sometimes they'll play away in their away jerseys, though, but it is what it is. But... Either way, still, though, you got four games going on in one time frame. Or you might have two games going on in one time frame. I'm really ex- I'm really ready to see how the playoffs will turn out. How they will break down the playoff categories. How they're going to do the playoffs. And how will they do a championship game on the court. And, and, and I know y'all were probably saying to me right now, y'all probably calling me like, well, y'all probably going to say to me, well, duh, they're going to play it on the same court. They're going to do it inside that arena, inside that bubble. When a championship comes around, you're going to play it inside the same bubble that they're playing in now. Yeah. But this time around, Frank, this time around, yes, everybody, all the players are having fun playing pickup basketball. Yes, they're all playing for one trophy this year. Yes, they're doing this to play the games that they love to play the game that they love to play. But at the end of the day, it's a difference because the cameras won't go outside to show the arena outside. The cameras won't show everybody gathering together anymore to cheer on their team to win, whether they're at home or away. You won't see the box, you won't see um, watch parties at their arenas no more. For right now, until COVID calms down, you won't see the uh, the um, those kind of things anymore. Because we're limited in what we can do in the sports world. We're limited, highly limited on how far we got to social distance. We got to keep this up. We got to make sure we maintain what we have to do. That's going to be pretty interesting to see. Now, with baseball, eh, hmm, baseball is kind of different in a sense. 
And when I say baseball is kind of different, kind of different, you can, you've seen where some games don't fill up more than others. We have seen where there's been uh, kind of a less crowd than others when their team is losing or their team's not going to playoffs at all, period. We have seen sometimes in baseball where there's not a lot of media coverage in baseball until playoff time frame. But that's needless to say, though, because for right now, we won't see any audience in baseball, and it's kind of quiet. The flies are, you can see the flies literally running around the pitcher's eyes on the field. On that field, you can literally see the flies, the gnats, everything. And the pitcher has so much composure out there, though. He got to be so composed. He has to be ready to pitch the ball down the scene, whether it's a fast, a two-seamer, four-seamer, slider. You know, these are all pitches. He got to be ready to pitch. The batter, you can hear the bat hitting the ball down down the uh, down the scene. You know, it, it, it's amazing to me when we wasn't when we had an audience, how much you could really hear inside the stadium. Now that you have no audience, now that we're listening to it on TV, the sound, it, 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 like all you hear is the music in the background. All you hear is the stadium making noise a little bit. When the next picture comes up, or you see it on the on the, on the, on this tight on the big screen that they have up there, that's all you see is the picture and the people coming up to bat or who's next to pitch. It's wild. It's crazy. But this is, this is the new norm for right now. And as we get over time frame, we'll get adjusted to everything that we see. We'll adjust fire to it. We'll get adjusted to this. We'll make sure that moving forward, you know, how can we make it safely for people to come into the arena or the stadium or, you know, in the stadiums, football, basketball, the hockey arena, anywhere, the, the, um, however the case may be is, to see our beloved teams play again. We're going to get that opportunity one day to see it again. And I hope that day comes sooner rather than later. Or in this case, later rather than sooner. You know, um, just for safety, just due to COVID. I hope, do hope that I do hope that the vaccination comes soon, so we can get back out there cheering for our beloved teams. I hope that vaccination comes sooner rather than later. I do really hope for that one. You know, um, but like I said, though, this is our new norm. This is the new norm for going forward. And whether we like it or not, this is how it's going to go. Now, I want to get into right now a little WNBA games that's going on right now as well, too, because WNBA is back. 
you know, um, the WNBA is back. They're on a, uh, they're in a little bubble too as well. They're playing basketball again. Um, but this is not the same WNBA season that we saw last year. This is not going to be the same WNBA season that we are used to accustomed to seeing. Because the players are still getting tested as well, too. And they're all inside of a bubble, too. All the players that want to come out there and play, they're all inside of a bubble, too. And I love what the WNBA is doing for um, Black Lives Matter. I do love what every sport is going to do for Black Lives Matter. I do highly support, you know, the changes and everything that they're making to the court, to the field, to everything that they're doing. I do highly support it, and I'm going forth with them. And everybody is showing their love on how they want to do it, whether it's a jersey number, whether a jersey will say the names of people that have died to due to police brutality and whatever so forth. I do appreciate, I do love that. That is kind of cool. Not kind of cool, that is cool. Because that's our new norm too. We got to just fire and make it notice that we do matter. Black lives do matter, everybody. They do. And they're showing that on the court. They don't care what the president says. They don't care about anything else. They're making a name for themselves. Whereas in the WNBA, you know, they're kind of used to seeing their arenas kind of halfway empty, but they still make a name for themselves too as well. The WNBA is is noise-making. There's some big-name stars in the WNBA that people need to look out for. People need to really highly go in there and watch a WNBA game for once. Watch it. Love it. Enjoy it. It's real professional basketball. It's fundamental basketball being played. There's real fundamentals being played in basketball in the WNBA. I love it. I enjoy it because it's fundamental. But we have to support them just like we support our NBA. We have to support them just like we support tennis players, Venus and Serena, and any other female tennis player out there everybody we got to support them just as much as we support the men's league we got to go out there and keep supporting our WNBA teams matter of fact we should help them grow more support more fan base more of everything don't let you know what I mean? Don't let them go down the drain. Watch some of their games. Learn from some of their games. Fellas, y'all, you know, we gotta, we're out here. We can go support a game or two. We can go out there and support the championship games. 
Yeah, we all do want to see the championship games. No. We want to see every game. Support them. Get them on the big screen TVs. And if you don't like them, then hey, at least you gave it a chance. Go buy a jersey. Go do what you got to go do. Ladies, go support them. They're making a name for themselves. They're not, you know, they're out there on the court. They're playing hard. They play just as hard as the men do. Let's support them as much as we support everything else that we do. Give them a name. Make a change. We always talk about changes in the world. But let's bring the WNBA out more. Make them stand alone just like the NBA stands alone. Just like our pro men's sports stand alone. Let's bring them out too. Let's make that change. And see how y'all feel about that one. If different organization different organizations can change, so can we. Let's bring them back to life this year. Cause last year I watched a hell of a lot of WNBA basketball last year. I really did. I was watching the Mystics whoop ass last year. I was watching the Mystics the year prior whoop ass the year prior. Even though they got swept in the finals, but I watched them get swept in the finals. Hoping and praying that they'll take a game. Hoping and praying they'll take one game in the finals, but they got swept. 3-0. Got swept. Let's make that change. Because change needs to happen. Change is happening. We got sports back. So to recap this show, tonight, tomorrow, any other day you listen to the show, change needs to happen. And how do we make a change? Make a change. Do it yourself. Make a change. Because there are some leagues that are out there that cannot survive without a fan base. Baseball, women's baseball, WNBA, NBA. They can all stand for themselves right then and there. There's a lot of other things. And we need to get into them. We need to get our nose in them. We need to start buying some jerseys, get their fan base wrapped up. We need to be selling out each and every game that is being played once we open back up to do so. That's how y'all create a change in in the sports world. Get back up and let's go sell out them seats when we get a chance to. Let's go back and support all our hometown teams that we support. But I just realized something, though, everybody. I didn't get a chance to tell y'all about how I felt about Dak Prescott's contract negotiations. So I'll tell y'all that in a brief segment.
I think the Dallas Cowboys are doing this man wrong. This man was supposed to be your franchise player, but you didn't sign him to a long-term deal yet. And quiet is kept. I kind of like the boy. I know I rag about him a lot. I kind of like the boy. Regardless whether he's worth the money or not, give it to him. And watch him shine. But now y'all that took away his pride. Took away his pride from being on this team. You hired Andy Dalton to come on here as a quarterback. I mean, you're taking, the, you're stripping him out of his power. Where this man wanted to do damage this season, you're stripping of his power. Don't make the mistake of letting go a prodigy. Don't make the mistake of letting go somebody that can carry you to the future. One day, maybe. Don't let that happen. Don't let that slip away, Dallas. Keep your mind focused on your star players that you have on your team, the players that got you to where you're going, where you're trying to go, I should say. I just want to thank everybody for listening to the show today. I want to thank everybody that uh, that supports the show, that everybody that's rating the show, that has given a rating to the show. I want to thank everybody that, you know, helped help this show get to 1.1K. In the past weeks, in the past coming, um, in the in the past months, I want to thank everybody for uh, the love that they give on the, that they give to the show, all the ideas, all the back scene, the behind the scenes people, everybody. I want to thank everybody for all their support. I love you guys. I really, really do. Um, thank y'all for making us the the one of the number one shows on podcasting. I'm not saying that we are. I'm just I'm just claiming it. And if I claim something, I'm claiming it to power. Thank y'all for making us one of the number one shows out here on podcast format today. Thank y'all. I appreciate that. We all do. We all appreciate all the hard work that you guys do to help us make it number one. I do thank everybody that is in attendance, you know, that make the numbers grow, that make the numbers not grow. I thank all of y'all. I really do appreciate y'all. I appreciate everybody that don't like the show. Thank you, too. Whether you listen to two minutes of the show, five minutes of the show, three minutes of the show, four, doesn't matter. Thank you for supporting it. Thank you for being a number. I love y'all, and I'm out. Thank y'all for listening to another real, I mean, another edition of the Realist Sports Show, everybody. I'm, I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, and this has been an edition of the Realist Sports Show, everybody. Stay tuned for the next show, everybody. Yeah. Oh. All right, child, we out, baby.